Well, hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to The Ernest Man Show. Wherever you may be in this world. Just a quick message on how you can win a fabulous prize. After listening to an episode, simply go to my website, theearnestmanshow.com, and go to the Discuss comment section below the episode. Leave a comment. That's it. It's that simple. Within a week, if a winner is chosen, you possibly could be a winner of a fabulous prize. Okay, well, it's it's not a car or a boat, but then again, you don't have to pay any taxes on it. So, what are you waiting for? You've got a good chance, and you can say anything you like. So, that's my message. Now, let's go to the show. This is episode number 83. Can laughter really be one of our best medicines? Have you ever noticed certain people that can be, what's the word, annoyingly upbeat, positive, where it seems like everything coming from them is almost a ray of hope and sunshine. Now, uh, maybe I'm just going over the top a little bit, but I mean, certainly most of us have known such people and they can be very annoying, especially if you work with such people in the office and especially if you're having and been having a really shitty day or for that matter, a shitty week or longer. So you probably also know that for quite some time there's been a lot of talk about a positive attitude. And um, what I wanted to know, and I'm not saying, of course, that correlation equals causation, but I wanted to see how much of this, if at all, could be significantly, statistically uh, correlated. And, as it turns out, there is. You would find that um, people who laugh the most... Now... I know on the one hand this would seem self-evident, but just hear me out. People that, that laugh the most tend to have the most success in life. This has been demonstrated through 
the studies that I have studied, and you can pretty easily find them yourself. So, anyhow, um, I always assumed that people who were engaged in this behavior were, you know, basically just gloating, you know, being assholes, rubbing it in when their life apparently is so good and yours is so not. But there has been shown to be a correlation between just people who laugh. And sometimes they can, um, whether you could be in, you know, a group, social situation, and uh, sometimes you can have several people in the crowd that kind of oddly look at each other when this person is laughing about whatever it was that was just announced, because sometimes it may seem to be really inappropriate. But actually, it's not. It's been shown to be actually healthy to do so. And um, so what they did was, and this is, uh, I checked this across cross-culturally, and these are reports no more than five, five or six years old. And these are studies that have been done through various universities <clears throat> around the world. And, um, yeah, all these people that just out of nowhere laugh. There's a correlation of the number of people who do this and their associations. And um, they seem to do better. Overall, their life, what was known as a life effectiveness skill set, was much higher. And, um, okay, I, um, I thought this was a, a lot of malarkey, personally, for quite some time, until I got to know about these studies, he said, wow, so there must be something to this, so I need to laugh more often and even with things that can appear to be very bad I would have if I would have known about this what I know now I would have been laughing my ass off for the last 20 years so, really, it comes down to, I mean, do you, if you think about it with the people that, you know, that you know, 
or have known. And uh, I know sometimes I'm just saying they can really get on your nerves, but have you ever known that, you know, there's these people that are just annoyingly, um, you know, laughing at things all, all the time and say, and you say to yourself, God, they're, are these people they're they're just they must be just i don't know if they're stupid or don't they understand the you know the ramifications of what i just said or and they're ah i don't worry about it <laughs> and uh but on the other hand more likely than not over the time you know the course of time that you've known them um, they, uh, overall appear to be really happy, happy, content, well-adjusted folks. And, um, I, I never would have known, but now I'm looking at this from an entirely different point of view. So if you have known these kind of people, maybe you might want to get to know them a little bit better. It might feel awkward at first, maybe a little silly, but, you know, kind of join right in there with them. Or perhaps even better yet, get to know them. You know, and find out, find out for yourself, ask the questions and say, you know, and how does your, how, you know, to find out how their mind ticks. Because the uh, research, the differences in the levels of satisfaction and success in their lives, the differences are actually very significant. They're like staggering. So it seems as though at the end of the day, essentially what they were saying was that um, laughter and success, and I'm talking about success and happiness, the whole the whole package seems to go together. And, you know, that's why one, you know, people automatically, for instance, believe they have this um, tendency to believe that if you look at, say, um, you know, Jeff Brazos, which is, of course, a very, very, wealthy man who's often laughing and some you know a knee-jerk reaction to that which you can also do with your neighbor or that co-worker it's the same thing and you say well yeah you know well if i had their life yeah and maybe their money or success or whatever i'd be laughing too but the thing is is that you're kind of putting the cart before the horse because if they have that, it's because they were doing that 
first. They were doing the laughter and all that first. So, what it also said is, which directly correlates and goes along with this, is that by the same token, it's it's not only that it's uh, natural that by doing the uh, the laughter in your life part that you actively tune out negativity. That is the the second correlation for this whole thing, which I think is um at least for me it's very surprising but it's it wasn't it wasn't as though it's something that just kind of falls you know on the wayside of their life um these folks once again another um a behavior set if you want to call it that of these people in addition to what i just mentioned was that they also go out of their way to combat negativity. So, <clears throat> if there are really downer people around in a group or family, anyone, they don't associate. Or, if you want to call it a I don't know what to say, a negative energy kind of flow thing. They're intelligent enough to recognize it pretty quickly, even, even in a group. And once they figure out who is the most uh, negative energy person or persons, they avoid them. They avoid eye contact. They even avoid eye contact. It's amazing. And um, it's, it. I mean, it's sort of like, you know, they're conversing in the room, but they are omitting any kind of, like, direct contact with those people, even though they may be mixed within the group. And it's, you know, it's, it's just absolutely amazing. When you watch, um, to give examples through videos, if you've ever, ever seen this, where there are, where they're trying to demonstrate how you can have certain people who were, um, amongst a group of others, they were distributed and they, the person giving a talk was instructed, for instance, as an example, is that you want to address the group and give your message. And, but at the same time, any of the members of the group who, let's say, had brown eyes, you did not look at them. Not even, you know, at hardly whatsoever for a split second. So you would look at the person standing 
you know, say next to them who had green eyes, you know, or blue eyes. But do not look at the people with brown eyes. And you can observe this by a person in the in this experiment who's speaking and they're given these instructions and it's amazing but in the studies that i was talking about um they didn't it wasn't as though they had to it wasn't eye color it's just um they had spent time together as a group i think it was i don't know three or four days of actually doing things sort of like a like a camp for adults and this and this um this kinds of experiments that um all together i think it was like three weeks total and let's say for the first few days quite literally it was just you know people getting to know one another but just you know fun interactive stuff uh you know on just think a camp for adults you know they go biking or hiking or you know all those kinds of activities and then they gather around for a cookout or doing you know s'mores or what have you um that kind of thing and uh just engaging in various you know activities but in it like a camp like setting and um this was where they observed they observed their interactive behaviors in that not just what was said but how it was said and who it was said to and like i said what was noticed um repeatedly very conclusively was that those that had been judged by various people um, to be somehow negative, um, they were avoided. So when certain people, again, were talking to the group, um, those people, their, their speech was not directed towards them as much as anybody else. They didn't look at, hold a gaze with those people um, nearly as long, if they did at all. I was really surprised by this. And all of this, without any coaching, it was just, you know, just here, here you know, here are the activities, we'll give you an activities list and we're going to do these things but other than that nothing was coached you know we're talking mixed race mixed gender mixed they mixed it up quite a bit and um but even allowing for those variables you know 
race, sex, even age, you know, various variables. Um, it showed a remarkable um, tendency that was pretty much straight across the board as far as this tendency of people to avoid negative people. And, um, you know, what do you get from that? Well, I'm going to tell you what they got. Basically, this should not be surprising, by the way. <laughs> uh, it says, do not associate with people that tend to be negative. And in addition to that, that also means um, things, thing, uh, people through things, through the media, things that have become um, neg negative. And unfortunately, as I'm sure you probably well know, that would um, that would cut out about oh what I don't know maybe ninety percent of American news <laughs> because it is basically very very negative and so what I decided to do. I decided to be your personal guinea pig. And so I've decided that I am, uh, I'm not going to say entirely. I'm not going to put myself in a damn cave somewhere. After all, I have to, you know, tell you folks about things. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, I think for, I'm going to try this myself for a couple of weeks and we'll, maybe we can see, or maybe I can see if there's any kind of change that takes place. Um, the last thing, the last thing I want to do, um, is be negative or it let's let's say um, be falsely perceived that I am always always negative um, because that's not what I want to be, folks. My whole job, if you want to call it that, my whole purpose of being here is to try to help you in your life. And I've talked about quite a few different subjects, some of them quite mundane. And um, I think that I've given some really useful information. And that is not being negative. That is trying to be actually positive. If I save you money on, say, for instance... 
you know, how to instructing you how to get the best deal that you possibly can in a used car. That's not being negative on boo on cars. <laughs> Just boo on certain cars and boo on certain mechanics. But um, I, uh, I don't... I don't want to um, count myself out as far as what the objective sciences say about this phenomenon. And so it only makes sense to me that I should look at this and say, okay, well, when I look at, uh, you know, last, I don't know, dozen stories, things that I've talked about. I can I can see how you know it could possibly be perceived that I am being negative and I uh I want to be factual and I want to be helpful and I want to be beneficial but I don't want to be negative so having something like this come to my attention then I thought quite naturally as we could have the weekend that we could all think about this we could stew about this and because that's going to in turn um, perhaps perhaps if, if necessary put a corrective course on the things that I talk to you about, which you in turn will reflect on yourself. And, um, we'll one, one way or the other, we're going to find out, um, if, um, if, if you, you know, if you think this is objectively, uh, true or not. And I only have, as far as, the uh, the barometer are your comments and um i just very quickly very simply with the comment platform that i have a couple of people um sent me emails and they were confused because the uh, platform of Discuss, they require you to simply register your email to leave a comment. After you do that one time, it's one time only. It's not every single time. You just send it, you know, do your email, and that's their verification. Now, I have no control over that. That is their requirement. If it was up to me, I wouldn't care. I wouldn't give a damn at all. But that's their thing. It's their requirement. So it's mostly all of the mostly all the platforms out there require this. It's really not a big deal. So assuming, you know, uh, there's there's no secret uh, secret super spy network or 
governmental agency or anything like that. It's a, apparently, I believe it's even, um, it may be, I don't know if it's company policy or it may be a uh, an FCC policy or something. I don't, I honestly, I don't know at this point. All I know is it is required by discuss. And, but I said, it's just, you just send your email and you only have to do it once and you're good. No more aggravation after that. And you can say whatever the hell you want to say. So just thought I would mention that. I hope you don't find it too aggravating. Now, bearing that in mind, if you would, especially over the course, because remember, I said that um, I was going to do this over the course of the next two weeks, so I'm going to be on my P's and Q's to make certain as best I can that I am not um, doing that, being negative, <laughs> and I would very much, once again, like to hear from you and your opinions, and um, I also would like to mention, now, I don't know how, how relevant this is, or if you can even tell a difference. Um, but I had two things going on simultaneously. And one of them is a uh, problem, a microphone problem. And I am definitely, I've had some technical problems in the last couple of weeks. I, I think I mentioned that a couple of broadcasts ago. And, um, if this were, if I were to use an analogy of this current microphone, <laughs> um, this isn't even second string. If the analogy was for a football team, this wouldn't even be my second string uh, microphone. It's more like third or fourth. <laughs> and so um, between that which is supposed to be uh, corrected. Um, hopefully, we're be, we'll be able to get um, another mic in the next week, roughly, hopefully. The other thing is, if, again, this is how, uh, how sensitive you guys are to this, and like I said, I would, I would really, really like to know. Um, I quit smoking. Um, I was never what I'd call a heavy smoker. Um, what's, I guess, known as a social smoker. Um, but even that was causing problems. And for, um, yeah, it was causing problems supposedly in my voice and you may have heard me uh, coughing 
And so I've been good for, I've been a good boy now for, I believe it's 10 days. And um, supposedly, I think that is one of the time hurdles um, of uh, giving them up is 10 days. So I definitely still have the cravings. Um, usually it coincides when I leave the house, have to venture out into the world, and I start encountering a whole lot of stupid. <laughs> um, but I haven't, I haven't, uh, given in yet. Knock on wood. So. Before I wrap things up, I just wanted to give you this little message about the contest. When you go to my website at theearnestmanshow.com and go on the comment section, you can actually leave a comment about anything you want whatsoever. After all, this show is not about me, it's about you. And I really want to know what it is you want to talk about. So please, fill something out, let me know exactly what you want to talk about, and that is exactly what we will talk about. Other than that, all I can say is, I hope you had a good day today, and I hope we all have a better day tomorrow. Take care.